Hey guys, it's Adrian Pinozzo here with the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you get more to life through the power of real estate investing. I wanted to take a quick minute here this morning and deliver this solo um, factual interview with myself um, about how grateful I am, the support uh, and feedback and positive reinforcement and support through all of our listeners since we started this podcast has been incredible. Um, we just surpassed a year in recording our episodes. We're on episode number 41. So we've delivered 41 episodes in this first year. And you know what? Amazing, amazing statistics I want to share with you. And again, super grateful for this. We're just at 11,135 listens in our first year of recording. So like almost uh, like crazy numbers that I never thought, you know, that I would see a year ago when we started this podcast. I hadn't, I really didn't know what to expect other than I wanted to deliver some great content. Um, obviously all the knowledge I have 11 years being in the business, plus bringing on some amazing speakers that, you know, we've done and it's indicative of the feedback I'm getting from listeners and whatnot on, on how they're enjoying uh, the information, the episodes as they roll out uh, week after week after week. So, you know what? Another piece of information, we're just in the last 90 days, we're at almost 5,000 listens, which is incredible. And again, guys, I'm super, super grateful um, for all the support and positive feedback that we're getting. So I'm going to continue pushing and I want to continue putting out some great content. I mean, some of the, some of the guests we've had have been incredible sharing their knowledge in the industry, right from the do's and don'ts to some great tips to their experience, the mindset component of all this and, you know, failing forward and, uh, just sharing everything they've been able to accomplish, some great successes they've had that obviously you can put in your toolbox and, and do the same or uh, just help you in general. So that's the goal here is just deliver that great content that we've had and continue to help you. On that note, um, again, thank you so much. It's been a great first year. Accomplishments have been superb and I'm over the moon grateful for for all your support. Continue to leave our comments and rate us on iTunes and everything. It helps smaller podcasts like us. It, it obviously goes a long way. And we'll continue to put out some great content, great, great guests. Uh, and we look forward to tripling what we've done this first year in our second year. On that note, let's get into this next episode. Cheers. Hey everyone, it's Adrian Pinozo here with the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we help you get more to life through the power and knowledge of real estate investing. Super excited. Episode number 42 today. Um, and our guest is Cam Rowland. Cam is a business owner and a real estate investor from Winnipeg. He started investing in real estate in 2006 after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And you know how many investors I know have read that book? <laughs> I think everybody's read that book, but nevertheless, uh, replaced his salary income from his real estate holdings 
and quit his day job back in 2010. So another successful story of someone um, using this real estate investing strategy to um, advance them and leave their nine to five. Um, Cam is well versed in several real estate strategies and focused mainly on lease option strategy for the past 12 years. In five years, Cam grew his portfolio to over 40 doors with only $100 per door. Is that accurate? That's right. Yeah. $100 per door. You can't even go for dinner anymore <laughs> in the GTA for $100. Like me and my wife go out and, you know, two dinners, a bottle of wine, and an appetizer, you're 200 bucks. Oh, yeah. So yeah. This guy's buying with only $100 per door and didn't have to qualify for any of these mortgages by partnering with investors for unlimited potential when acquiring doors, increased cash flow, and outstanding returns. <clears throat> Cam, welcome to the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast. Thank you for joining us, pal. Thank you, Adrian. Great to be here. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, your story resonates somewhat with mine, uh, obviously. Um, my whole police career, your other career, but ultimately being able to segue and building a, a, a definitely a sizable portfolio with a hundred dollars a door. I'm really interested in hearing that as we get into the show, mm -hmm. uh, because I've never been able to do that and don't know many people that have, but why don't we get into it? Tell us more about your journey, how it started the earlier years working for nonprofit, uh, just take us back to 2006 and, and yeah. how this all unfolded for you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. 2006, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad that year. My brother had given me the book, I don't know, maybe a little bit, a couple years earlier. And, but I finally picked it up and it just really resonated with me on so many levels. Uh, my father-in-law had invested in real estate, but he had passed on and I, I was always entrepreneurial uh, to some degree, you know, even as a kid, you know, multiple paper routes, multiple bikes. I had my, you know, my BMX bike, I had my mm -hmm. other bike with, you know, specifically for work, that sort of stuff. So I'd always been entrepreneurial, but kind of everything came together that year in that just, I just went for it. I read his book and it was basic, simple made me think and it just i took action on it and i took his basic principles of of one of his early condos in honolulu that was uh negative cash flow each month and he just showed you know profit uh, versus expenses and so i just applied that here and figured out well what's it going to cost me each month to hold this house and what do i think i can get for rents in this area so i did my research and and bought it and never, never looked back. And so, you know, I was working my, my day job then, and I loved what I did. I had worked for a church organization for about 17 years in total, but I just felt it was kind of time to move on. My, my, my entrepreneurial spirit was saying, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's look for something uh, different. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just started getting more properties, got some education, you know, paid some paid some money for education and um, yeah, kind of around 2009, I knew I was mentally done with, uh, with the organization that I worked with. And so I started looking for other stuff and that's when I remembered uh, someone in one of my courses talking about 
lease options, or some people know them as rent owns, but lease options that, uh, you know, it's a great way to help people. Uh, it's a, uh, a way to generate great cash flow, uh, better than, better than a standard buy, rent and hold, you know, for the short term. And also you can do them essentially with no money down. And that, that's really what struck me because, you know, leading up to 2009, I, I hit a wall with the banks. I, I can't remember if it wasn't enough of a down payment or if they just said, look, you've got, you know, four or five mortgages. Uh, we're going to wait a bit before we lend you again. One of those two. So those all kind of came together and that was a catalyst in 2009. And uh, so then I learned how to do lease options. I hired a coach, put together my first one, and I quit my day job after I did my first one, rightly or wrongly. I don't necessarily recommend people do that, but I, I hit some benchmarks that that uh, were convincing enough uh, that my wife also agreed for me to quit my day job. And we had we had three young kids at home, right? So wow. that's that's kind of how it started. Wow. Yeah. So some takeaways just from that, uh, what, what you're saying there, um, you took action, mm-hmm. right? Which a lot of people will stay on the fence forever. Yeah. Um, you took action. I like the fact that you hired a coach. Yeah. A lot of people can't bring it upon themselves to spend that kind of money, but yet yeah. it's money so well spent and I'm, yeah. I'm a firm believer of it. Um, and you quit your day job with three young children at home after your first lease to own, which mm-hmm. was obviously very, very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. You're uh, you're the icon of take action and don't look back and fell forward, sort of yeah. speak. So yeah. I commend you for that. Thank you. Um, tell us more, I guess, about when you started focusing on helping other families, educating uh, them. Obviously, you've helped uh, over 40 families now take the steps towards homeownership through you, the lease to own kind mm-hmm. of strategy. Um, how did... I guess all that kind of come into play in your mindset on that and helping these families and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think I've always been of the service mindset working with people because that's really what I did, uh, you know, for more than 17 years in terms of, you know, helping people uh, think and, and spiritual matters and things like that. And so it was kind of a natural progression. It was, it was really, it, it wasn't that different from what I was doing before, because what I was doing before was entrepreneurial, creating programs, uh, opportunities, bringing people together to accomplish stuff with the goal of helping people. And so now doing this, you know, finding properties, putting deals together with investors, helping, helping what I call tired and frustrated landlords, basically, you know, I think, you know, exactly what I mean by that. People get into properties and it's like, ah, oh, this isn't for me. And the house is run down They're They're underwater. So we get to help a lot of those people solve their real estate problems. And then we turn the property around and we help families get into homeownership. So it all just kind of, kind of came together and, and it was really not that different from what I was doing before, just a different uh, vehicle, which is real estate. Right. Segwaying from the nonprofit into the whole real estate world. Yeah. Um, Do you have any other ambitions right now or programs that you're looking to start maybe in the near future or you're just going to really 
continue to hone on and build this um, rent to own program that you have going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, I've been real, you know, I've been investing since 2006, full time since 2010. And I've done almost all the strategies, um, you know, multifamily acquisition, building multifamily, land development, done hundreds of flips. I've done hundreds of lease option deals now. Um, but the thing is, you know, when you just said a minute ago about taking action, getting off the fence, um, another thing that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is a shiny object syndrome, me included. So it was 2015 that, you know, I had already, like 2015, I had accomplished, you know, those first 40 doors uh, using the lease option strategy. We had started to do some land development and we're doing apartment block build. Uh, those two, you know, with a couple of different partners. And I had a couple of other things, you know, I had some flips going on and, and stuff. But then I woke up one morning and just kind of just hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on. It's pretty sexy to say I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm getting nowhere and stuff is falling behind. And, and so, you know, that was a wake up call for me in terms of, of focus. And so, uh, two of those bigger projects that I had with other partners went sideways, which was a horrible experience on one sense in the middle of it. Now I'm super grateful for it because I've learned a ton and I'm still still doing doing this. Um, but it, it really got me to focus in. So I basically focus 70% of my time on, on lease options. And that so that, that includes running uh, a rent-owned company, helping families get into home ownership, as well as a separate company where I teach other investors how to successfully do these deals. That's that's where 70 percent of my time is. It's, I'm always thinking about it. You know, the other stuff is managing some other stuff I've got. Um, I'm a I'm a new grandparent. It's incredible. Um, you know, much like yourself, you know, quitting your day job, you you have your own schedule, and so that's really where I spend most of my time. So, yeah, it's for me. My focus is lease options. Because it branches out into so many different things, right? When you look at any property, the more exit strategies you have on a single property, the more chances that you're going to have really great success, right? When I started and buy, rent, and hold was my only uh, way to think, well, I, I, you know, I pass up so many deals. Now it's like, you know, a deal will come to me that, that other people have picked over, but they don't have multiple exit strategies. And so I'll look at it and go, okay, well, what are all the ways I can do this? Can I wholesale it? Can I do a lease option flip? Can I get the owner to hold the financing while I do the flip? Can I get the older, the owner to hold the financing and turn it into a rental? And there's, there's so many strategies. And so uh, lease options is my focal point because there's so many things that can branch off from it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a single family property. It can be, you know, it can be land. It can be an apartment block, all that mm -hmm. stuff. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> I'm obviously in the multifamily space. Mm -hmm. And yes, I agree with you. Having a very narrow minded mindset 
and I've, I've, I've gone down that road. I've lost a lot of deals where, you know, I'm so focused looking at them one way yeah. um, and not the big picture, how having multiple exit strategy, strategies obviously can bring many more opportunities to the table to say the least. Um, with the rent to own, obviously for, for our listeners who don't know, you're based out of Winnipeg, correct? Yeah. And with the rent to own, what's your average price point out there with respect to what you're doing? Yeah, here in Winnipeg, you know, average price point's about three seventy-five now. And I know that's like uh that's a down payment for you guys in the GTA. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it can be done in any any market. It it really is comes down to the numbers. I mean, you know, so there, there will be some people who are listening to this and they'll, they'll be in a market where it's like well under 200,000 and they'll go, Oh man, 375. I can't get my head around that. And then your other listeners will be chuckling right now going like, are you kidding me? It's, we can't, we can't look at anything under a million bucks and it's, it's a number and whether it's a, you know, a number, like it doesn't really matter. The numbers have to work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, but people get stuck on, ah, I won't do anything over 200,000. It's, it's just relative to your market. So yeah, if you're, if you're in a market where uh, a million is a median, you know, uh, look around and find how many renters are renting million dollar homes. There's lots. And what are they paying? Five grand? Four grand, six grand, depends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as long as you've got renters who can afford rent payments of of what it costs to run that house, you can do one of these lease option rent-owned deals. And it's it's really, you know, my target for my tenant buyers in a rent-owned house is basically, you know, can you afford, uh, like, like you can afford mortgage payments if you're paying you know, over two grand a month in rent, even 1500. Right. And so you get lots of people who, you know, in your neck of the woods who maybe it's two incomes, but they're, they're, they're covering 5,500 bucks a month, but they're renting and they're having a tough time getting ahead. Well, that's a great candidate for a rent on client. Right. Right. We talked about it when we started the show. I just want to touch, maybe this is a great time to touch on it. So how do you buy all these properties with none of your own money? And or there was a comment when we started out, we talked about uh, 40 doors with only $100 per door. Can you touch on that? Yeah. So basically what that is, it's a it's a series of contracts that I use in a, in a lease option arrangement. And so I work with two types of investors. The first one is a tired and frustrated landlord, someone who already owns the property. They're on title, they got the mortgage, but they're having troubles with it. The other type of investor is very similar to, you know, uh, like a, a like a joint venture partnership. I don't I don't do it as a joint venture. I do it through uh, a series of different contracts that that are quite simple once you understand them. And basically what it is, so let's just say that I'm I'm trying to get a joint venture with with someone who wants to invest and buy a property. So basically what I do is I present to them a perform on a deal that that I think is is good. It's a win-win. Let's use let's use me let's use me for 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 argument's sake. Okay. 
I'm your next investor. Okay. I tell you, Cam, I'm looking, uh, I got some money to dump into a property. Yeah. Um, what's next? Perfect. So I would find out kind of what your, you know, how much you've got for a down payment. And Let's say I tell you, I got a hundred thousand. Okay. I mean, that's, you could, you could do almost two here in Winnipeg with that and, and to qualify for a mortgage. So let's just focus on one. You got a hundred, you won't need to use all that. You'll use about 70. And so I put together a performa, you know, after I've looked at, and my team has looked at, you know, tons of opportunities, you know, you boil it down to a handful and mm -hmm. here's one or two, I'll send you a performa. It gives you all the details, all the numbers, basically all the information you need to know to make a financial decision. Obviously you want to talk with me and let's talk about the deal, that sort of stuff. So then I get you to uh, purchase the property. So you put down, you know, approximately 22% qualify for the mortgage. And then uh, you and I have, have three contracts. The first one is a lease and I'm going to lease it from you for $1,800 a month. And, uh, or my company is, and yeah. on that lease, it allows me to sublet it. Right. The second contract is an option, and this is a very powerful contract, and that is I've got the option to purchase it back off of you in three years at a predetermined price. Okay, so let's just say you bought it for $300. i am going to buy it off of you for, you know, $320 as an example. And so that allows me to secure it. So with that, I give you a check for $100. You deposit that check because if I give you cash, I can do that, but it's not traceable, right? So I give you a check for hundred dollars. And the third contract is is an offer to purchase dated three years out, saying I'm going to purchase a property. So it's an extension of the option. Not all lease option uh, people do that. That's typically how I do it. Very similar to an agreement for sale. Um, but so I'm buying it now off of you for. Uh, you know, the 320, it's got all the particulars and you cash and, and that same check acts as the deposit for me to purchase it off of you in three years. So at first glance, you know, you're probably chuckling going a hundred bucks for a down payment on the house. It's like, yeah, okay. So once we start to unpack the deal, you start to see why, why I do that. So that's your and my relationship. Now, what happens now is I start paying you rent of $1,800 every month. And at the same time, I've most likely I've already found a qualified tenant buyer. So what this is, is this is called a sandwich lease option. And so the sandwich is your one slice of bread and my tenant buyer is the other slice of bread. And I'm the goodness in the middle, right? That makes up this sandwich. And so I've got similar contracts with the tenants, but the tenants will put down five, 10 or $20,000 with me and uh, they'll, they'll sign a lease for three years. They'll sign an option for three years with, with a future price. And that future, excuse me, that future price that they're buying it is probably in the neighborhood of, uh, you know, 350, just an example. And so my investors who purchase these properties are, they, they love it because it's, it's hands-free, it's turnkey. Uh, their their money is in the property, right? Uh, they own title, so they they they're they're fully secure. 
I now come in as the managing partner and I run the whole deal. And so to boil it down, basically what happens is um, it ends up being about a 50-50 split on the profit that the investor makes and that I make. And I, I run the deal. And so that's how I control properties because I it's legally binding paperwork. I can register it on title if I want. And it just makes it a just makes it a secure deal for the investor. So on on that sort of deal, that investor would make about 15% per annum, roughly making um, probably about, uh, oh, yeah, I'm not good at doing math while I'm being interviewed. Uh, but they make, uh, I'm just trying to think of a recent give deal. Give or take, I mean. Yeah, you cost. know, give or take, they're going to make about um, 40 to 45 grand on their 70 over three years, and then they get their 70 back. So right. it works up to be about 15% each year. 15, one, five. Yeah, each year. Right. And um, so the profit is 50-50. Yeah. And now when you sublet, so you're going to pay me 1800 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And when you sublet, are you subletting obviously for more? So you're getting some monthly income as well. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm splitting it up between two payments. I'm doing a lease and the tenants, tenants also doing a monthly option cash flow or, or payment, I should say monthly right. option right. payment. And so, yes, that option payment each month becomes my monthly cash flow. Gotcha. And, <laughs> and the tenants are responsible for repairs. Right. So you got no, they cut the grass, they do it all. They, the hot water tank, you know, sometimes we'll do a kind of a minimum where they got to pay the first 500 or first thousand. But, uh, you know, just dealt with a tenant here recently and, and hot water tank went and uh, they called to let me know that they they called the company and the, you know, the price is going to be what, $700 to fix it or whatever. And I said, well, make sure you call my preferred service provider that I that I gave you in the manual that I gave you. And and uh they called them and and uh they got it done for 500 bucks but i had a series of texts and i didn't have to set foot on site so really my each of my tenants are my on-site property managers that pay me each month to look after the property to help them get into home ownership so win-win yeah the win-win everybody uh the investors making money <clears throat> you're making money and ultimately, they're our property manager. Mm -hmm. You're assuming I'm the client. Yeah. They're mine and your property manager, but obviously they're communicating with you because yeah. I'm totally passive. Yep. I don't do a thing other than supply the initial 70 that we yeah. discussed, and I'm on title and yeah. qualifying for the loan. That's right. Yeah. So, so as passive as passive gets. My, my first deal I did in 2010 was just like that. And I had some friends who uh, kind of out of the blue asked me if they could invest with me. And I was like, on the inside, it's like, I have no clue how to do this. On the outside, I was like, sure, let's figure it out. And so we did. So we did just a deal just like that. And um, they loved it. And a month later, I sat down, re-ran all the numbers and go, this is killer. 
why why couldn't I duplicate this again? And that's essentially what I did. I did I did four more that next year, which did replace my income for my first year. Uh, you know, deposits of twenty grand up front, uh, ten grand, thirteen up front, another twenty, and then monthly cash flow from each of those properties. And then I, you know, I did a total of forty of those in, in that five years. Wow. Amazing. Good for you, man. Good for you. Let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk a little bit about um, what is this creative investor platform and take us to how all that started with you. Creative investor platform. Yeah. yeah. So creative investor is my really the uh, coaching arm of what I do uh, revolving around lease options and really anything creative, right? Creative financing, uh, structuring no money down deals, you know, using the hundred dollar strategy, that sort of stuff. And so, you know, I was constantly getting asked, how do you put together these deals? And it's not a five minute conversation, right? It's, it, it gets complex. So the more, the more you get into it, the more complex it can get. Right. And so I wanted to pre, you know, create a platform that took the complexity out, but, but taught other investors how to do this strategy successfully. Cause there's so many people who try to put together, you know, rent owned deals and they have no clue what they're doing and it fails. And, uh, it gives rent to own a really bad name because there's lots of people who will, who will gladly set up a rent-owned deal on a property that they've got, take the clients 10 or 20,000, but they don't do any background check. They don't do any, uh, you know, will these people actually ever qualify? They don't do any qualifying. And so that person's going to flame out. And the investor thinks that, you know, they were smart because they got 20 grand and now they start over again, but that doesn't last very long. They, they'll get that, that'll catch up with them. And yeah. so I wanted to create a, uh, basically a, a, a great community that teaches investors how to think more creatively about, about doing deals. So they can do more deals more often uh, and with, with other people's money. So you, you provide coaching in that regard, education, yeah. coaching to these investors who want to learn. Yeah. And, uh, wow. So you're, you got your hands in the rental home, some coaching, some, that's amazing, man. You're obviously busy. And, um, um, do you have a lot of, um, I guess this is a silly question, but do you have a lot of clients that reach out, you know, looking for the coaching component and kind of helping them structure these deals and whatnot, given you've been at it so many years, I'd imagine yeah. you do. Yeah, I do. And, you know, lots of people looking for, for free advice. And I get that. Um, uh, but I mean, really what I love doing is helping people get from, from A to B, right? It's like, let's get clear on your goals. Let's, let's make sure they're realistic and then let's get you there as quickly as possible because that's what happened to me, right? I, I reached out to a guy and I said, I said, John, you got to coach me uh, on this. And so with, with his help, uh, I, I, I put together one of these deals in six weeks and I was just so focused. It was like, I, I have to do one of these and yeah, laser focused. And mm -hmm. so that's how I created the, 
you know, the coaching platform is really, it's, you know, it's, it's on demand. It's, you can kind of tap into it 24 uh, seven. It's got all the contact, uh, all the, all the yeah. content, all the contracts, you know, all the, all the marketing materials, you know, I mean, cause there's so many questions. How do you even find these clients? Well, it's actually not that difficult. Here you go. Right. And yeah. use these ads, tweak them, all that sort of stuff, spreadsheets and, and so it's, yeah, just helping people who want to get success in, in this strategy. And honestly, the quicker you can get success, the better on multiple levels, including just, uh, uh, you know, people's own uh, self-confidence. And because mm-hmm. I see lots of people starting out and they, and they take a very long time and they're not very focused. And then they're, they're, um, their self-confidence just kind of fades because they know they got stuff to do. There's a list on their desk, but they're not doing it. And that just sucks the life out of anybody. And so when you take action, not only do you, uh, you get stuff done, but your confidence grows and you feel great about life and yourself. And then that just spirals forward. You just keep on going. Yeah. And I can't, I second that so much. Um, you know, when I started working with a coach, three years ago, three, three and a half years ago, my biggest regret was I didn't start sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, It's worth the money, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the time, the mistakes, uh, just the whole kind of guidance in the right direction. Um, For me, it doubled my business. Um, Having that accountability um, with a business coach, um, keeping me accountable and just making you see, think outside the box and In this case, obviously, your expertise in the rent to own, if somebody's interested in getting into that, you know what? You, you can't put money on the time and the mistakes that could save you by doing that. So I'm a huge advocate of that. Um, yeah, I, I can't stress that enough to our listeners. Pay for pay for that advice, pay for that 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 learning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so so worth it yeah. so worth it yeah i can't i can't stress that enough so yeah, yeah i've got i still have coaches today i yeah I, you know yeah. i i keep going because there's yeah. always more to learn and and more action to take yeah yeah and for me i like the accountability part about it too mm-hmm. you know like some people think it sounds silly that someone outside of my organization is holding me accountable but it makes a difference because you know every week when you're when you're connecting with your coach yeah. you have certain goals you got to hit yeah. and you know so on and so forth and you know you're going to be called to the carpet if you've been mm-hmm. fooling around all week yeah and it's it's almost like um it's just accountability and i i, I can't stress enough it's amazing i i highly highly recommend it yeah. um so as we get to the end of the show here um we're just about well we're over 30 minutes now but Nevertheless, um, lots of great, obviously, knowledge you have in your toolbox, given the fact you've been at the rent-to-owns for a number of years. So for everybody out there who is dabbling in in that space or maybe wanting to start a rent-to-own program like Cam has, highly recommend reach out to this guy. Um, You know, I wouldn't say pick his brain. I would say hire this guy as a coach because he obviously has the credentials to support uh, what you're paying for, given how successful he's been with this um, 
investing strategy. So my last, my last question, Cam, uh, as we get to our final uh, round here, you're very successful now in this space. And I ask this to every guest. Um, you're very successful now in this space. And we say that relative to how the world views success. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's still more to life for you? And when you picture more to life, what do you see? Well, you know, family and, and friends and, and, you know, experiences, right? Uh, my wife and I were talking about this. We, you know, we are providing a life for our kids, you know, even as adult kids and, and stuff, you know, we're creating experiences for them. And whether that's, you know, traveling somewhere or just the ability to have time with them. Uh, yeah, there's more to life. Uh, and, but this is an awesome tool because you can do it from almost anywhere and you can do it in almost any country. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's getting clear on your goals and, and recognizing what is, what is more to life. And, and for me, it really just boils down to, you know, my family, uh, you know, experiences meeting great new people like yourself and, and other people and, and everyone's got a story, you know, and to be able to have the time to, uh, listen to people's stories and help them unpack stuff. Cause people got lots of questions and they're still trying mm -hmm. to figure out stuff to help people, uh, you know, find their motor life is super rewarding. hundred percent, you know, and I, one thing we have in common and everybody I've interviewed in this past year, since we've aired our show, um, every successful investor, entrepreneur, uh, so on and so forth from every walk of life. It all started with the one thing we said when we started today's show, when we, one of the first questions I, I asked you and it's taking action mm -hmm. and guys, I can't stress enough. Everybody listening uh, on your drive into work or your drive home today, as you're listening to this, um, if you're one of those people, I can't stress enough. How many different people do you have to hear it from that have been successful? Yeah. Um, the world's not perfect. Real estate investing's not perfect, mm -hmm. but you can't win unless you start taking action. Right? right. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, Ken, how do people get a hold of you? Should they want to uh, get into business with you, hire you as a coach, um, so on and so forth? How do they contact you? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Cam Roland, as it's spelt, uh, you know, here in your podcast, uh, creativeinvestor.ca is my website. And I've got lots of videos on YouTube backslash creative investor, you as in you for university. Gotcha. Right, lots of content there. Yeah. So obviously guys, easy to find Cam and, and message him or DM him on social media so on and so forth. Uh, Cam is C-A-M and Roland for everybody listening is R-O-W-L-A-N-D. Reach out to him and uh, I'm sure you can get some golden nuggets from him and who knows, maybe get into business together. Thanks so much, Cam, for being here today. It's been great. Um, appreciate it. I wish you and your family continued success and awesome. enjoy yeah. the last few days of, uh, I guess, of summer as, as we exactly. wind it down. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Adrian. It was fantastic. All the best to you and your listeners. Cheers.